0: what's going on guys it is monday madness here at the culture jack podcast thank you guys for tuning in today i'm going to be covering several hot topics first we're going to be diving into this crazy crazy world that we live in with the pre-orders and all of that as far as consoles and the nvidia graphics cards go this will probably be the end of that conversation for a little while but who knows, because they just it just keeps continuing. It's crazy. I'm going to dive into that. There is some ga- additional gaming news I'm going to be covering today and a little bit of entertainment news for your pleasure. So without further ado, let's go ahead and launch into Monday Madness. All right, so this shit is absolutely crazy crazy, I say, the Xbox deal, Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S, hot damn, so Dustin talked about it in his episode on the Friday show, he covered what he was doing, and he attempted to cover what I wasn't doing, so let me make a clear correction, I was up, and I attempted to order it just like he did, Uh, pretty much the same situation I had it in my cart several times, the Xbox Series X. And you just get kind of caught in this vicious cycle of I'm getting it. No, I'm not. I'm getting it. No, I'm not. And I didn't get one. Uh, In addition to me doing it, my wife attempted to do it. And there's several other people I know, just like Dustin, uh, that got kind of screwed on this deal. Now, it is bothersome for several reasons. Um, It's just... It's so crazy. PlayStation Five sells out in twenty minutes or whatever the whatever the number was. The NVIDIA NVIDIA RTX 3080, the flagship uh, computer gaming graphics card, it sells out in seconds. And then Xbox comes in, and you know I don't know, and I'm not going to debate the guys, the the honest players that are buying this to fulfill their their gaming needs through the winter of 2020 arguably one of the most crazy years at least of my life probably of yours with COVID-19 the just the crazy shit that's happened this year you can't get an xbox most of us uh and then shortly after the xbox is released in fact two days after there's another video graphics card that's being released it's the rtx 3090 which is Pretty much the grandmaster right now, the, the Mac Daddy graphics card, and it runs at 1500 bucks for this one graphics card. So if we look at the RTX 3080 graphics card, the flagship running at 700 bucks, you look at both the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X, you know, those are about 500 bucks. This thing, this graphics card's at 1,500 bucks and more. Now, with these graphics cards, so you understand if you don't do PC gaming or you're not familiar with it, when I say like the RTX 3080, it isn't just like the Xbox where Xbox is releasing two series uh, during the uh, pre-order and what have you. There's like five or seven different variations of this card releasing that day. Just like on September 24th where the RTX 3090, the mothership, the big guy, $1,500 graphics card. It's, it's got incredible um, features, so forth and so on. Sells out. Same problems. Uh, within seconds, it's gone. Now, you can argue, uh, and I've read through several gaming forums. I read through uh, a shitload of tweets and all this bullshit and the, the argument of course is should have gone in line earlier, but there is no fucking line. Let me be clear to you. There's no fucking line in the digital world. So it, especially in this sense, there is no line. There's no queue. We, it's not like getting a pair of Yeezys on, on fucking Dick sporting goods. So if you've ever done that, but I've done it before and I got fucked on that too, but you actually go into a queue and that's how their system works. In this case, the system doesn't work. The systems failed. Not only did they fail, I feel like there is a, and you can argue this, but I feel like Microsoft should have just flat out told you, and then all the retailers should have just flat out told you, hey, we're only going to have this many. And then on top of this bullshit, the bots. It was a known thing from PlayStation 5, from the RTX 3080, that there was a shitload of bots essentially that bogged the system and buy these or automate. It's an automated person um, that they were aware of. And then there's companies like BH Photo. So if you're not familiar with them, they're a humongous retailer in the photo video world, but they supply computer parts and, and so forth and so on even they addressed it and say, you know what, we're putting special parameters in Newegg had issues and several other high-end retailers, um, outside of Best Buy and Amazon that were fully aware and even said something prior to the Xbox release. And as you know, you know, Dustin detailed his experience, um, live or, or quasi live, uh, and it's just ridiculous to me at this point in time that they didn't expect to sell this shit. I mean, like, come on, this is arguably 2020 is arguably the worst fucking year for entertainment, the worst. Um, and it blows my mind. So let's think about this. No, we haven't had a new fucking movie in months, like a new A-list movie. You know, Dustin did touch on, um, them holding back. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna botch it right now because I'm, I'm, I'm fucking pissed. But, uh, oh, damn, I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna screw it up. Uh, one of the Marvel movies, he mentioned that. Hey, should they release it on Disney Plus? I want them to, to d- release it on Disney Plus. They're gonna do fine versus theater. Here's the deal. It's the same thing. It, 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 conceptually speaking, it's the same stuff, right? So digitally releasing that movie, they're not going to yield the sales that they would if they brought it to theater while the theaters could get packed. Now you could argue either which way it's not fucking happening. So there we, we can't solidify whether it could or couldn't, we could just speculate with that argument though. I, I would, I I would say this if a Marvel title dropped on digital and they charge like 60 bucks, and said it's a rental, that fucking thing's gonna kill. Why, because we haven't seen shit all year. In the movie world, video gaming world, yes, there's been video games that are released, yes, there's good video games coming out, but everybody wants to play them with either the best fucking graphics card or the next gen system that they can afford. Now, when you look at that, if you can't, it's not even about uh, affording it at this point, It's not available. So moving past that, um, was it upsetting? Yeah, it is. is. I just find it to be ridiculous at this day and age, at this point, um, going through all this bullshit this year that they didn't think to, you know, weed out some of the bullshit. They didn't think, Hey, my servers may crash because maybe people will buy me. Come on, come on. It's just ridiculous to me. Um, and does it bother me? Yeah, it does because you know I was up just like Dustin. Uh, actually, for me it was worse because I was up early for the RTX 3080, couldn't get it. I was up for the place or the Xbox, couldn't get it. I was up for the RTX 3090, couldn't get it. And I'm just sitting there like, well. I guess uh, I'll just wait and see what happens. And that's the other part about this that pisses me off. My hat's off to Sony because Sony already got shit out to people and they're saying, Hey, we're going to have another pre-order shot going. We've got more systems in blah, 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 blah. But they've got a date. They've got something to whereas NVIDIA has nothing MSI. And these are all for graphics card, MSI, ASUS, all these big graphics cards. We're working on it. That's it. Um, Xbox really hasn't said shit other than, you know, we look forward, you know, look forward to the actual launch date. Why? So you send four fucking consoles to target. And then I got to stay there for three days in a line. I mean, this is crazy to me. And yes, I understand. I understand better than most uh, what has happened in the world as far as the supply chains go and so forth and so on. But if if Apple can release a new fucking phone and not have a problem, um, I'm pretty sure Microsoft or one of these other guys could have probably figured this out or don't release it. I mean, we've learned from this so many times over. That's the part that just irritates the shit out of me because now me and, and millions of, I'm sure, between all of those things I just said, between PlayStation, the NVIDIA graphics cards, or, or the series of graphics cards, I should say, not just NVIDIA, and the Xbox. There's got to be millions of people around the world that are pissed. And let's throw some gasoline on that fire. Um, I'm not going to pull it up here. I was going to. Let's throw some gasoline on it so we know about the bots that are fucking us. We also know all these bullshit scalpers. So if you go into eBay right now and you type in RTX 3080, they're double, in some cases, triple the the MSRP for that product, okay? In addition to that, you go and you'll see Xbox One pre-orders, you'll see PlayStation pre-orders. This is bullshit. This is the same exact cash grab that happened at the beginning of COVID, the scarcity of masks, the scarcity of sanitizer. These knuckleheads got in a shitload of trouble for trying to post this stuff and sell it on Amazon, trying to sell it on eBay, and then they ate it. And to me, that's, you got to pay the piper. This is a consumer product that shouldn't be, especially in these times. I guarantee um, there's a lot of people that were like, fuck, that's the light at the end of the tunnel, man. That's, you know, this year has been fucked up. At least I can play Cyberpunk on my new Xbox. At least I can do whatever on the new um, PlayStation. Or I get that graphics card, man. And that's that, that's that happy moment or that happy I get to do this thing I want to do. And now it's delayed. I'm not going to say anything negative beyond that. But it's just crazy to me that we've evolved to this bullshit at this time. So uh, I guess enough ranting and raving as far as that goes. It just it still just bothers me that we can't we couldn't overcome this. Uh, as a gamer it still truly bothers me Um, as a friend to people that were looking forward to this it bothers me Um, and there's still no news so once there is news you can bet your ass between the (laughs) Monday Madness and the Friday show either Dustin or I will cover it or both of us will cover it as this news comes out it's just one of those one of many things that causes I guess abnormal irritation uh, due to the environment, at least for me, that's, that's the way I'm looking at it is that, you know, if this was a normal year, I'd probably be like, I don't give a fuck. I'll just carry on my business. They'll be available. I'll go to the store. Like Dustin said, um, it'll get figured out, you know, but maybe it's, maybe it's just been this, this year that it, it irritated, or maybe it's that I got up fucking early three times and couldn't get out of the cart. In fact, a funny note about that is, uh, I was at best buy.com today. Cause I'm moving my office around. My office is actually a mess for me. This is a mess right now. I've got shit kind of scattered. Cause I'm going, starting to go through stuff because I'm going to be changing, uh, locations in my home. And, uh, funny enough, I opened the cart and that 3090 is still there. And I was like, yeah, no fucking way. Click checkout. Of course, it's like, sorry, but it's sold. I was like, no shit. It's been sold out. You know, I would have laughed, though, and been extremely happy if it would have pulled through. But it did not pull through. So more news to come there. I'm still excited. I know Dustin's still excited for the Xbox Series X and what's to come with it and all of that. But damn, man, you know, let let us order this shit. You know, at least let us pre-order it. That gives you a couple of months to fulfill it. That's the other odd thing about the pre-order as far as I'm concerned. So Dustin also, uh, to kind of write on his coattails a little bit, uh, brought up the Microsoft purchase of Bethesda. Super, super stoked about that. Um, Personally, as a gamer, I've been a humongous fan of Bethesda for a long time, uh, playing Fallout for just, well, I have I've actually still have the original Fallout discs and then Bethesda dove in and turned it into what they turned it into with Fallout 3 and then 4 and then obviously the, the whole Vegas thing and, and so forth and so on, but also Skyrim uh, and all of that. Uh, so super stoked to see how they are going to adopt the IP and what their plans are. Uh, You know, Dustin talked about Game Pass and a lot of the cool stuff that's 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 going on there, especially because Bethesda is going to be a part of it. And it's going to be day one release. One thing I did see, I don't have a lot of information on this. I saw a uh, couple of snippets is coming soon with Game Pass EA will EA play, which is similar to like a kind of a Game Pass thing is also going to be a part of your Game Pass uh, subscription. So Electronic Arts, arguably one of the biggest independent IPs or or what have you, or they were. And, you know, they've got a shitload of things under their belts from the Call of Duties to the uh, a lot of sports games, racing games, uh, so forth and so on. So I'm interested to see as they uh, kind of roll out more information there. My opinion of Game Pass and what Microsoft is doing is they are essentially... Creating the Netflix for video games. Now walk on this journey with me just for a moment. Actually, let me get a drink. It's uh what almost nine o'clock at night here. Unfortunately, I'm drinking a rock star. Try to keep that high energy going. So as I was saying, they're trying to monopolize the market. If you take and you step back to Netflix in their infancy, shit they sent you disks you know do you remember that netflix started by mailing you disks i can recall vividly recall when they started doing online and every everybody i knew that had a netflix subscription at the time that was getting the discs the whole trading disc things to include myself was like that's bullshit it ain't gonna take off and then you started and then you started and then guess what disks I don't know anybody that gets discs anymore. It's 100% online. And then they started getting more videos, more more contracts, or whatever it is, more movies, bigger movies. And then they started their own production company. And then they started building big movies. And then they, and, and it just continued to grow into the behemoth that they are today. You could look at Game Pass with Microsoft and start thinking that same thing to where Microsoft has had Game Pass out for a while, running on old IPs, throwing out a couple new IPs that is independent to Microsoft Studios, of course. Now they're buying Bethesda. Now they're teaming up with EA. They're they're building something that arguably can grow well beyond what its current capacity is. And that's the goal. You know, Dustin said in his podcast that they have like 15 million users. But when you combined <clears throat> uh, Bethesda and EA alone, that's well more than 15 million consumers that follow those two just those two companies um, by far. So now they're gonna start getting some attention. that's just incredible. So I'm interested to see how this develops over the next six months because I, I, give or take, I would say within six months, Microsoft investing as much as they did with Bethesda and whatever. I don't know what the agreement is with EA as far as financials, but you can always bet one thing when you see a large investment from a company like this, especially in the billions, is generally speaking, it'll go a little silent. And then you get a little bit of news, a little bit of news. And then, bam, some big news starts coming because they have to get that ROI. They got to get the return on that investment. And more often than not, when you're dealing with billions, they're going to do small things and large things up front to try to get some gains out of the gate because they have to start making money. So they have to balance that book, right? So if they bought it for $7 billion, they've got to, what's the projection is to get that $7 billion back. It can't just be bullshit. Um, so think about that. I am super excited to see what happens uh, over the next few months as far as though the the Game Pass and, and all of that goes. I really am. Um, I've said it before, too. I'm also super excited for Cyberpunk. I'd better have an Xbox uh, Series X by then. Uh, if not, I may have to buy it for PC and see what happens, see if it's under that Microsoft deal. Um, in... Further gaming news, there's a couple of things I wanted to talk about. I uh discovered, well, two things. One, if you haven't seen this yet, Dustin and I spoke briefly about it, and that is the Amazon Luna. I did sign up for it, it, it actually just popped up in my uh, while I was on Amazon, my application on my Apple phone. It just came up with this like little thing coming to you soon. Do you want to register to be a whatever. It's like, sure. And then you read through it. Essentially what I gathered from it, because there's not a lot of information out right now. This is the same model Dustin and I talked about. I I ended up, I, I brought it back when we used to talk about tech at the end of the episodes. It was like shadow play or shadow box or something like that to where essentially you, the game itself runs on someone else's server or someone else's computer, and it projects to your cell phone or to your computer or to your MacBook or whatever it is. And it's not utilized. It doesn't have to utilize the graphics cards and the CPU or any of that. It, but it does heavily rely on the bandwidth because essentially um, it's like having my computer here uh, while playing a game downstairs. Well, the computer up here is doing the work but the TV down there still has to be able to take or or transmit whatever this is projecting. So that's what it looks like to me. It's a streaming game service, and then they have a controller. So they only, the only piece of hardware that they're suggesting that is going to be available is a controller that works with your phone, um, Apple and iOS, and then works with your computer to some capacity, which I'm sure you just plug in a USB or, or what have you, and then presumably you would just log into your thing, queue up your game, and then off you go. They're saying like no load times. It's going to work super fast. And it's going to be insane. Still in the infancy. There's not a lot out on it now. We'll see what happens. Amazon's trying to tiptoe in the market. And while talking about it though, so more to come on Amazon Luna, if you guys have an Amazon Prime account, I didn't know about this until I was screwing around the other day. And uh, check out Amazon Prime Gaming. Go to your web browser, type in Amazon Prime Gaming, log into your account. And something that I just kind of stumbled upon was that in Mike, I'll explain my version of it because it may be different for you, is I I go in there and I start seeing all these things on the top towards like, hey, claim these these uh, add ons. And I'm looking through. I don't recognize a lot of this stuff other than I see Apex Legends. As you know, both Dustin and I play Apex Legends together. We play with, with uh, alternative friends. And I look. I'm like, what is this? And there's like little bonuses and all this stuff in there. And I'm like, what is this? The further I go... uh they they're, they run bo- special bonuses for Apex Legends every month. It's free with your Amazon Prime account. However, you have to sign. You have to have a Twitch account. So I signed up for a Twitch account. I'm not going to do Twitch at least at the moment or or in the foreseeable future. But I'm going to link those and I linked it with my Microsoft account. And then I got some bonus. I got like a special costume for one of my guys. I got a special uh, um. I can't even remember what what the hell it's called but I got special, another special item. And then I'm 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 interested at that point I signed it all up everything's good to go it says okay I haven't tested it yet but uh I went back out and then I look and I see a whole thing on Red Dead Redemption. I'm like well that is a game I play I love the shit out of it Red Dead uh, Red Dead 2. Same process. Do you have the Rockstall Social Club login? Yes, I do. Do you have this? So I follow through the steps, link your Social Club to this, your Microsoft account, so you can get it on your uh, Xbox. Okay, okay, okay. Bam. Claim, you know, you got, you claimed your prize. And then I go back out and then I see GTA 5 Social Club or whatever the most recent GTA is or GTA Online, excuse me. You know, if you sign up and link your account, you get 1 million credits plus blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, well, let me walk through that. Bam, done, because I had already done it using my Apple and it already had all the passwords, had everything, took about two seconds, and off to the races I go. And so I go through this, and and I encourage you to as well. Again, Amazon Prime Gaming. I continue through this, and there's not I, I don't see a lot of games. I'm also not super familiar with the site. Um, below that, uh, the little add ons, there are some, several games in there. A lot of them are like the SDK games. So those were like a lot of the, uh, uh, I almost said street fighter, but it's not street fighter. It's, uh, stuff that I played as a kid. Dustin played as a kid, like the fighter King five and like a bunch of goofy old school games I guess that you download onto your computer Um, because I was thinking like shit this thing I actually got a version of this on my phone but it's not it was it was for a computer check it out though if you got Amazon Prime I feel like it's worth your time to check it out maybe something something's there that you like if you're a gamer maybe not and it's a waste of your time either way you're not really paying for it if you've already got Prime or you could look at it as you already paid for it and you should use your benefits it's just like Amazon Music. If you don't use that and you've got a Prime account, check that out. Amazon Prime Music. Now, there's a difference between the memberships there. The basic membership still gives you a shitload of music. I listen to that without the Prime Unlimited, and I love it because I can throw on a station or what have you, and uh, it works well. It's linked to, my, uh, linked to my account, saves all my stuff, and uh, I absolutely like it. Okay. Let's keep moving on. So one of the, one of the last big things that I want to talk about is the Joe Rogan podcast. So as you more than likely know, I believe I mentioned it before, you know, Joe Rogan got this humongous Spotify deal, a hundred million dollar deal and I believe it was September 1st, he migrated all of his podcast over. And then I believe YouTube is going to be going the first of the year or the last day of December um, because Spotify is supposed to be adding a video, some kind of video service to Spotify. What that looks like, I don't know, because as far as I know, it has not happened yet. Um, and if you're not familiar with Spotify, Spotify feel free to download it. Culture Jacked is on there. So make sure and subscribe to Culture Jacked on, on Spotify. And of course, any of your other, um, favorite podcasts are available on there too. So Joe has had a couple of episodes released on Spotify since, or several episodes at this point, since transitioning over and essentially cutting off iTunes. So iTunes, uh, uh, no longer gets new episodes and neither does any of the other platforms that he was posting to. So, news as of a couple of days ago released that the team at the, the editorial team at Spotify, so apparently, and I didn't know this, apparently, there's, I always thought, if you're familiar with Joe Rogan Podcast, I thought Jamie or Like before Jamie, Brian Redband, I thought those guys edited the podcast and maybe they did before that. But at Spotify, there's some kind of editing team or maybe it's like a censorship team or what have you. They're having a shit fit right now. So there is news. And I'm sure by the time this comes out, there's going to be news everywhere. And you'll probably be aware of it. That essentially they are trying to censor the living shit out of um, stuff that he said on the podcast. They're trying there. There's a couple of articles that I read that they were going as far as like cutting parts of the podcast apart to eliminate some of the things that he has said. And some of the things that guests have said, they are uh, recommending deleting some of the podcast due to the content and the creation Um, My fucking mind is blown because, and here's why Uh, the executives at Spotify, you don't just do a hundred million dollar deal at a whim. um, And it's a known, it's like a known thing, right? I mean, shit, he's got 1500, 1500 episodes or whatever, 1700 episodes, whatever he's at right now, I think he's at like 1550 or 1570 or something, something like that fucking 1,600 episodes, he's not going to change. And now you want to cut the shit out of him. You want to edit and censor and do all this. So you want to take away that part of the show. And to me, um, here here's my take on that. I, I think it's absolute bullshit because whether it's an opinion or or maybe your facts are a little off or you misspeak on something or, or whatever, whatever um, as long as it's, it's, it's good intentions, it's, there's no ill intent. It's not like a malicious jab at someone or a, or a a culture or race or religion, what what have you leave it the fuck alone. I mean, everybody gets, there's no greater time on this earth for, for people to be assholes in the comments down below to correct you. There are people, and you may be one of the listeners here, that feel very different. But feel free to comment because you'll do it anyways. So, it, to me, it kind of balances out. If I say if I misspeak on something, you you're more than welcome to correct me. Do I give a shit? Probably not. Um, to be completely honest, because I'm sitting here uh, going through this content as quick as I can, as clear as I can, as concise as I can, but I'm not reading a fucking book. I don't have, uh, I do fact check on occasion on specific things. Um, I know Dustin does as well, but it doesn't mean that we're going to be a hundred percent accurate on every fucking thing we say, especially because guess what stuff changes now there's more to it than I guess that, or at least that's what the editorial, people are saying because they feel like you misspoke about this and you misspoke about that who gives a fuck he's the biggest podcast. now does it excuse him um, in any which way if he made some kind of defamation towards you know a race or what no Um, but if he apologizes or what have you then let him do that I, I just find this shit to be crazy so a uh a good friend of Joe's and a guy that I follow, and you guys may follow him too, Tim Kennedy, uh, was recently actually on the on the Joe Rogan Experience. And he has been a frequent. Well, I don't know what you would consider frequent. He's been on the show before. But they're, they're friends. Uh, highly competent uh, individual. Like I said, I've followed him for years. I like his content. Military. Uh, does a lot of good firearm stuff. So forth and so on. That's actually probably irrelevant to this. Anyways, he fucking posted, let them quit, because that is what they're trying to say. If you guys don't, if you don't let us censor this and you don't let us edit it, then there's going to be some like kind of fucking mass uh, quit. And it's like, uh, I agree with Tim Kennedy. He said flat out. Let him fucking quit. There's going to be other people out there that just want to do the job or that like Joe or like the content that that are more on the creator's side as opposed to censorship and reducing reducing um, those conversations down, because to me, the reason I like Joe Rogan. Um, outside of his comedy and so you know everything else the reason I like his podcast is because it's very open it's organic and to my opinion especially when you have two people or three people when Dustin and I were sitting across the table from each other my favorite experience in conversation with Dustin on the podcast is like we would do if we weren't on a podcast where it was organic to where, yeah, not he may misspeak, I may misspeak. Um, Maybe we'll fact check shit later, but it makes it organic. Or else, I mean, fuck, are we going to get books and just sit here and read? So today on the news, welcome to Monday Madness. I'm going to read Proposition 2 says the Xbox was released. Xbox is rebuttal, has not come out. Who the fuck cares about that stuff? Again, I personally feel like, uh, I, I feel like that situation's bullshit. And I also feel like, um, does there have to be censorship? Yes. If you're a fucking wild man and you're, you're, you're saying like ill intended shit toward, like I said earlier, the protected classes, um, to some degree. And I'm not going to argue the depth on that. Uh, I'm not going to go into that. Um, but for the most part, if you're just talking shit and you're just kind of flowing with it like like I do, like Dustin does to some degree, like fucking Joe Rogan does, like millions of other people do, especially in this content creator world, whether it's YouTube or on a podcast to where we have the right to speculate, we have the right to assume, we have the right to fucking guess, we have the right. It's a creative endeavor. And a lot of it especially, uh, if you look at it from an entertainment perspective is, you know, I just bitched about, I opened the, I opened this podcast up with complaining and bitching about all of those. Someone could easily argue on any stance that they wanted their perception, their, their care or concerns, their views, uh, the views of playstation the views of xbox and everything else it's the same shit with you guys are fully aware that both dustin and i are um going to purchase an xbox we both made it clear that we weren't going to buy a playstation thus we could open up the gate to you saying you guys aren't console gamers you're fucking xbox heads or whatever whatever the fucking vernacular is for uh, Xbox boys or fanboys or wh- whatever, you're not real game. I mean, like you could, you could fire that thing up, but it still is meaningless. Cause it's like, dude, at the end of the day, I play games, you play games. Um, it, it's, it's that weird, uh, dick measuring contest that some people like to live in to where what is right and what is wrong. So I, I don't know, man, I, It bothered me. In fact, when I first saw that, I thought it was bullshit, to tell you the truth. I thought it was one of those, like, spam things that you see on occasion. Like, I see them on occasion. They do it all the time with, like, the Marvel shit and all the time with the DC stuff and all the time with um, video games. Hey, did you know that Wolverine wasn't going to do this or there's a new Wolverine? And then you read the article and it was like, no, there isn't. There's, you're just speculating like a hundred percent speculation, um, on with no credibility, no actors tied, no directors tied, but you're telling me there's a new Marvel movie or a new Wolverine movie. Um, that's what I thought this was. And then upon further review and then uh, shortly after I had read a couple of different versions of it, then Tim Kennedy or actually the next day uh, on his Facebook, he posted it and I saw a couple of other posts and it's, it's a fucking shame, man. It it just is. It's a crying shame. Don't listen to them in their case. I, it it is unique in their case because it is the company um, that, he essentially works for or has an agreement or contract with for whatever amount of time. So I'm interested to see what happens there. I have yet to see any kind of rebuttal um, from Joe and I'm sure his attorney because his attorney um, or, or Spotify is like, we're going to fucking take care of this. There there's some kind of arbitration or something under, under the lines there that, uh, I guarantee is getting taken care of. And I would assume because these guys have been public and it's, it's turning into news that they're not getting what they wanted. And that is why it became news because generally speaking, one would think, or at least consider that if this was hundred percent legit from the gate, Joe Rogan would have had a several, several uh, rebuttals or given his version or his concept or his thoughts of them doing it. And then, of course, Spotify would have had theirs out and then the employees would have had. So there would have been three different stories fully fledged, just fleshed out already. That's not the case. There is the Spotify editors essentially threatening to quit if they are not allowed to edit and censor Joe Rogan's podcast. So something to consider. Um, I feel like that's probably enough going down that road. I, I, you know, I don't know. I am interested. If you guys got any comments on any of this stuff, uh, I I just think it's crazy, crazy times. Crazy, crazy times here in 2020. With that, um, you know, we Dustin and I actually spoke about this. We've been very fortunate with all this crazy shit that's happened, especially with the consoles, video games, game pass, Marvel, because just the news is just oozing out and it's pretty big news. So hopefully we're going to be fortunate to keep kind of, uh, being able to give you our version and our interpretation. And most importantly, our feelings on all the crazy shit that's happening. So, As always, guys, hey, I appreciate, I know Dustin appreciates you guys tuning in to the Culture Jack podcast. This is Monday Madness. Make sure, hit subscribe, check out the Friday show with Dustin, and we'll talk to you guys in the next episode.